You have just entered the Rocket Metal Combat Podcast with Ralph Vieira, also known as Dr. Fuck, Ian Wiley, the Ayatollah of Alcohola, and Terrence Reedon, the Rock Sponge. Now spread those ear holes and let them turn your brain to mush. This is the Rocket Metal Combat Podcast! Hey everybody, it's me, Dr. Fuck from Thrash and I, with another exciting and unique episode of Rocket Metal Combat Podcast. And being that uh, we have a huge following of KISS fans, we're going to do another KISS-related show, but this one will be a little unique. This is... uh. The Kiss Trivia Show. That's right. We're going to try to, like, beat each other here. Uh, us three are going to fight against each other. See which one is the biggest Kiss nerd. I'm drunk and ready to go. I'm going to win this shit. I am in it to win it. Me? Right. Me? I'm just in for the fun of it. I don't care if I win or lose. I'm just happy to play either way. I got my Kleenex right here in case I do lose. Okay, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna what we're gonna do. Each of us are gonna uh, ask ten kiss questions related to questions. Uh, like Terrence is gonna go first, and he's gonna ask Ian. And if Ian gets it wrong, then uh, I get a shot at it, and vice versa. Okay, so are we ready for your questions, there, Terrence? Yes. Now, Master Terrence will school you two bastards. Let's okay. see if Ian is alive. I doubt it. All right. Oh, piss off. All right. Question one. Which TV show did KISS make its U.S. television debut? All right, that's me. I'm going to say the Mike Douglas show. I know it. I know it. Go ahead. Damn, but I I, I forgot the name of it. I'll give you a a hint. No, 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 no. I know Dick Clark, right? Yep. It's the Dick Clark show but I can't remember I can't remember but hey I got it right it's, it's Dick Clark man yeah Dick Clark in concert you're absolutely That's correct right. in uh, whatever whatever score uh, Ralph one Ian yeah. zippity doo dah yeah, alright 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 Ralph one okay now uh, question two what are the four Kiss studio albums that have failed to go gold Okay, that's my turn. Okay, we're going to go Monster. Bingo. Sonic Boom. Bingo. Are we including, uh, no, no. Studio albums. We are including studio albums. It's it's just studio albums. Peter Chris. I got it. I got it. You're done, bitch. You're done. It's on to me. Okay, okay. uh, it's, It's on to me. Let me get it. Okay. Monster. Bingo. Sonic Boom. Bingo. Carnival of Souls. Bingo. And Elder. Bingo. Wow. (laughs) I'm annoyed. One Wait, wait. Okay, look. I'm going to give Ian, but I was a little thrown off when you said solo albums. I was like, solo albums? That's why I said Peter Chris. No, you said studio albums. I said oh, studio albums. Okay, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. But I'll tell you this. I would have never guessed Elder. So, therefore, I wouldn't have got that right. Really? Because anyway. really, you think a lot of people like that. 
Yeah. I then again, Carnival yeah. of Souls, uh, a lot of people like, but that didn't sell either. Well, if, well, well, because it was widely bootlegged. I had it bootlegged for a year before that shit came out. Well, if you know, The Elder sold more than Creatures of the Night. It was Creatures of the Night went gold many years later. Yeah. yeah. And I thought The Elder was the same thing. It went gold many years later. So I was, nah. I, I, you know, I'm fair. Look, I, I, I was thrown off because I thought it was studio, but I still wouldn't have got it right. Because I had no idea how the day go go. All right, uh, question three goes to Ian. Go ahead, Terrence. Okay, Ian, question number three. Which bands that have opened for Kiss are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Bands that have opened for Kiss. Uh, that, are in, that are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wait, wait, wait. Be a little more specific. How many of them are there? Just name three or four. Oh, okay. Okay, three or four bands that have opened for Kiss that are in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Rush. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Bob Seger. That's okay. two. All right. Can you get number three? I can. Uh, I can. Ah, uh, oh, and I don't know if... Oh, fuck. Uh, ten... Nine, uh, eight, seven, six, six five, five, four, four three, two. Ah, uh, I can see it. I can see it. Ralph, I can see it. It's to you. Okay. Uh, Bob Seeger. Bingo. Rush. Bingo. And ACDC. Ooh. You win. Ah, oh, damn. That's an easy one. <laughs> All right. Good job, Ralph. All you- right. Those are the three that are in the Rock and Roll Hall. John Cougar is another one. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yep. Oh, well, why ain't I surprised? Fucking... He, opened for, uh, he opened for Kiss on the Dynasty Tour. He sucks. Yeah. I like John Yeah, but you suck too. Only, okay, bye. only people that suck like John Cougar. All right, next one goes to Ralph. Yeah. Ralph, number four. Which 70s Kiss album did Ace Frehley not write any songs for it for? Now, this is a weird question because Ace Frehley is my favorite member of Kiss, yet he didn't write any songs on my favorite studio album, which is Rock and Roll Over. You are absolutely correct, Ralph. Yeah, that's three for uh, me. One uh, for you. <laughs> all right. Oh, that was a okay. softball. That wasn't. Now uh, a hardball. See? Yeah, hey, I might get it right here, so uh, we see who, we see who it, balls are on. It's um it's a two parter. No, oh, of course it is. Ah, uh, piss off. Hey, I might what, get it right. What KISS solo album charted the highest? A and B which one sold the most? I know it's, this. I, ha- I have this. I have this. I, I have this. this. Jeans charted the highest, Aces sold the most. Yep. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yes. yes. Now three to two. I Don't that. call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Right. LL now, Cool Drunk. That's yeah. right. Fuck it, y'all knew okay. it. <laughs> piss off. What? Okay, now pertaining to that shitfest Sonic Boom, that album would have debuted at number one had it not been for which current popular artist, and it's not a female. Oh. Yeah, you got me there, man. I mean, um... Uh, Justin Frank Sinatra, Frank Sinatra sounding. Uh, Harry Connick Jr. 
No, close, but no cigar. Ian? My turn, my turn. Michael Bublé. You got it. Who the <laughs> fuck is that? He's Canadian. Oh, okay, that's and why he I was on, uh, And he was on Oprah Winfrey uh, uh, that Friday, so they that week Sonic Boom was released, so they rush-released his album a few days after he appeared on Oprah, and it sold more than Sonic Boom in just three days. I don't I don't know about you, but just for, just be, because Ian knew the answer, he should take all his points away. <laughs> that's sadly... Oh, that, it's, that's a sad... Hey, it's uh, sad you got that one right, Ian. I don't, know, I don't know what you're proud about. Number seven. I believe I'm on my seventh question. Name the concert arena that Kiss was banned from playing before they could ever play there. Okay. Uh, that was at the American Legion in Boston, Massachusetts. <clears throat> okay. I own both your asses. Hold on. R- R- Ralph, do you no, have I, it? I, I have no idea. Okay. You both don't know? I'll tell you. The Boston Garden. I would have never known that. Why? Well, they were playing the Orpheum Theater in Boston, and the fire marshal saw that the pyro flames were going too high in the Orpheum, and the Boston Garden had a strict no pyro um, policy, so that's why Kiss were banned from playing there. Do you guys have any idea how many Kiss nerds are listening now, looking down on being Ian? What do you mean you didn't know that? They, they should have went to that club in Rhode Island. They left Pyro there. Well, they used to. All I got to say to those kiss nerds is, hey, at least I get my penis wet. All right, so exactly. what's the next question? That one's for me. Yeah, next, next one goes to Ralph. Okay, next one is for Ralph. What was the first Kiss album that saw a Peter Chris songwriting credit? Ooh, damn. Oh, that's a softball. I'm not sure. Um... Beth? No. Solo songwriting credit? I'll take it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, no, 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 no. Only he wrote the song? Well, he co-wrote it. He was part of a writing credit. He had a co-writing okay, credit. Okay, I got it wrong. If, I, if Beth ain't the answer, I wouldn't say Beth. So. Well, that was a soul, uh, that was a song you wrote. Let's see what Ian uh, has to say. All right. Uh, I'm going to say Hotter Than Hell. What? <clears throat> what? He doesn't even think that Well. I'll give Ralph a half a point because he was right about on you know a song that Peter wrote with help by, by without a member of Kiss, Beth on Destroyer. It was Love Theme from Kiss on the first album. Oh, 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 oh they're all credited on that, huh? Yes. Oh, yeah. man. damn, that, uh, was, that was a good damn. question there, Terrence. Damn, yeah, you got me. Yeah, again, the so Kiss nerds are yelling at us. Basically, I, I give Ralph a half a point because... Uh, no, no, that's okay. That's okay. I mean... Yeah, hey, suck ass. Ain't no half a point. <laughs> he got it wrong. <laughs> next, right, question. Okay. next question. Okay. Next me. question. Okay, Ian. Let's see if you can figure this one out. All right. All right, just give me a second here. Let me think. Name me a session drummer who played on numerous Kiss albums over the years. Oh. Uh, on numerous, which would mean more than one. Uh, uh, name me any session drummer that played on a Kiss album. Oh, fuck, I'll, I'll, I'll name you three. Okay. Uh, An- Anton Fig. Bingo. Uh, fuck, Kevin Ballantyne. Bingo. Alan Schwartzberg. Bingo. All right. Uh, oh, I'm up a point. That's right, you got four now. Yes. Four, and I got three. Yes. All right. Any more questions, sir? And finally, number 10. This is the big one. Ralph, for you, 
Name me the three Kiss albums that were produced by Bob Ezrin. <laughs> so I guess, so I guess it, it's a tie. It's a tie with, with me. Do I even have to answer it? All right. Yes. Elder. Yes, yes, right. Elder. Yep. Um, uh, Destroyer and yep. uh, in Revenge. Yes, and he okay. also uh, played Fender Rhodes on Finally Found My Way on Psycho Circus. He was supposed to produce it, but Paul and Gene shot that idea down. All right, cool. So it's four. Uh, so so that's it. Round one. Round one. Me and Ian are at four. So now we're going to do... It's you against Ian, okay? Yes. yes. And the first question is for you, Terrence. Okay, shoot. Okay. What Kiss album cover... Does have the logo of Kiss missing an S? Missing an S. Like the logo. <sighs> I'm thinking. I'm trying to think. It's just K-I-S. But, K-I-S. I mean, it has the Kiss logo. Yeah. But, one, but it has it several times on the album cover. Yes. But one of them is missing an S. Okay. If I'm a betting man, is it rock and roll over? No. Crap. In? Uh, hot in the shade. Wow, both of you got it wrong. The answer is Dress to Kill. Watch. Oh, fuck. Notice the picture of Kiss has Kiss written all around it. One of the Kiss logos is missing an S. Oh, right, right, right. I, you know, I failed to catch up on it. I, I did not know that. I had no fucking idea. Okay, question two, and this one I'm throwing to Ian first. Yes, sir. What movie in the 80s was Gene offered and he refused to do it and it ended up being a huge movie in the 80s? Oh, I feel like I should know this. Uh, kick-ass questions, don't I, guys? Damn, that's a uh, short circuit. No. Terrence? Uh, Police Academy. Nope. The answer is Flashdance. What the oh, hell? oh, I did hear that. I did hear that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Fucking hell. The oh, ne- man. Uh, the next one goes to Terrence. And I think Terrence is going to get this one right. because, As I understand, Terrence is a fan of Peter Chris solo albums. Yes. Am I right? Okay. Yes, uh, all right. It's a two-part question. Okay. 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 Uh, name the album and the song. Wait. First name the song and what album it's off of. That Vinnie Vincent wrote on a Peter Cross oh, solo. That's that's a cinch. Wait, wait, before you say it, Ian, don't say the answer, but do you know the answer, Ian? Yeah, god damn it. Okay, yeah. go ahead, Terrence. Go ahead, Terrence. It's Tears on the Let Me Rock You album, song number two. Yes. You are uh, right. And which, all right. And which by the way is my favorite Peter Chris solo song. Ew. Yeah. And John Waite covered it two years later on his uh, album with Missing You called No Breaks. Well, good thing you didn't ask that question because I wouldn't have got that one right. All right. There you go. Okay, Ian. All right. This one, I don't think it's too hard. Maybe it is. We all know that Gene Simmons discovered Van Halen. But what other band did he discover that went on to be pretty big as well? Not as big uh, as Van Halen. It, interest, interesting you mentioned this because this was just a... Uh, a discussion on Blabbermouth the other day. If our fans don't know about Blabbermouth, go to Blabbermouth. It's a CNN of rock metal news. One of my favorite bands out of the 80s, uh, and unfortunately, John Bon Jovi gets credit for discovering, but it was Gene Simmons who first discovered Cinderella. You got it right. That's yes. Nice. Bingo. Okay, so we're tied now. One to one. Am I right? Yeah. You guys yes. didn't get to it. 
Okay. Now this. Oh damn. Ian's gonna get mad because this one's pretty easy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Help All right. Wait. Run. No, no. Help actually, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna phrase the question so it won't be as easy. What huge rock album that is one of the biggest selling rock albums of all time was almost produced by Paul Stanley. Oh, boy. That's a softball. Oh, well, look, Terrence might not have it, so Ian. Is it, um... I'm, I'm stumped. I'm close. Ian, take over. Are you serious, Terrence? You concede? I concede defeat. Holy shit. Holy shit. And this comes into one of my questions later, so very interesting. The album is Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses. Yep. And there, there was a very bad meeting between the band... Uh, where Steven Adler was all about like kissing Paul Stanley's ass and the rest could give a fuck less. Um, and he, he, it's a goddamn good thing he didn't produce it because he would have neutered the fuck out of that shit. Yeah. Uh, but uh, love Paul Stanley and I love Appetite for Destruction. I'm glad they never met on the dance floor. Okay. All right. Uh, Ian, I'm My gonna, turn. And I'm going to give you an easy one too. This one's pretty easy. Oh, all right. All right. Name of famous guitar player who auditioned for Kiss but didn't get the gig and went on to be in one of the biggest bands of the 80s. Oh, God. Uh, what a fucking... Actually, he's not a bad guitar player. Yeah, he but is. He, he, well, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've heard worse. But he's in a shitty fucking band. I cannot stand. But that would be one Mr. Richie Sambora. Yes. Wow. Bon Terrence, you're the rock sponge. And it's three to one already. Come on, man. Come on. You can, I know. You can do this. All right. The next one. Next one. All right. right. This all comes right. off of Paul Stanley's solo album from Excellent. 1978. Yes. Who played drums on Take Me Away? Carmine Apice, motherfucker. Yeah. There you go. All right. Good one, Terrence. Good one, Terrence. Oh, Great question. Best song in the album, in my opinion. Okay. Great question. Oh, Ian, this one's tough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go figure. Okay. Uh, what's what's the name of the song that was written during the Revenge era but did not make the album and it was co-written with Snake Sabo of Skid Row and Paul Stanley? Name that song. Uh, was it released on a later Kiss album no, or no? No, as far as I know, it's never been released. It might have been released like a, you know, I mean like a bootleg or something. Uh, written I, with... It, Dave Snake Sabo of Skid Row. Fame. I've never heard the song. Uh, we've written Paul Stanley during the Revenger. I believe it's called If We Wanted to Stop Playing State Fairs, We'd Take Sebastian Bach Back. Damn, how'd you get it, bro, man? Oh, fuck. I know, I know. No, I have no fucking idea. It's Sorry. called, oh, Terrence, do you know? I don't know either. It's called Do You Want to Touch Me? Damn, oh. that, that's a good question. That's a that's tough one. I, the answer is no, but Terrence would say yes. Okay. Terrence, I mean, this this one could be difficult, but for me, it's very easy. Okay. Name all members of KISS. And wait, this is tricky, though. Really think hard before it. Okay. Name all members of KISS that were involved in the Wendy O. Williams album. Okay. This is tricky. I know. Okay. Paul. Yes. Gene. Yes. Eric Carr. Yes. Ace Frehley. Yes. And I believe Vinnie Vincent. Wow. 
Now, Vinnie Vincent doesn't appear on the album, but he has a co-writing credit. Very, very good. Good good job, good so job. So now you guys are tied, three to three. Okay, the last question, uh, uh, again, uh, about the Wendy O. Williams album, uh, Ian. Gene Simmons played bass on the album, but he's not credited as Gene Simmons. What's his name on the album? He is credited as one Reginald Van Helsing. Oh, so Ian wins this round. Okay, four to three. Okay, so uh, Ian, at the moment you are above everybody. Well, not me, you're tied with me. We are going into the final fucking stretch. And I want to I want to compliment you guys on some really good questions, really good questions. But it's about as fucking vanilla as I expected. I knew, I knew I was gonna have to dig deeper. I was gonna have to get. I was gonna have to rely on my inside sources, and my inside source is none other than my fourth favorite Kiss drummer. And I'm not talking about Anton Fig. I'm talking about Alan Schwartzberg. So I called up Alan. I said, Alan, I need some dish. Fill me in. Give me something only true Kiss nerds are going to know. And he gave me 10 questions that are going to, we're going to separate the men from the boys right here. All right. I want you guys, you guys, hold on a second now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to get a coin. Because I'm going to have to flip to see who goes first. Because this shit's important. This, oh, fuck. This is some real life shit. Okay. Okay. Uh, who's going to call it? Heads. All right. You call heads? Yes. Tails. Tails never fails. We're going to Ralph. Ralph, you get the first question. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Question number one. All right, hold on here because I got to keep my score sheet. I got to tally up, see who wins. Uh, all right, first question: Which Kiss member did the voice of an iconic '80s sitcom character? Uh, which would be like what a cartoon? No, it's not. A, it's not a cartoon. It's a live-action '80s sitcom. But this Kiss member did the voice. Um, Vinnie Vincent, uh, Mr. T from the 18th. Mr. T. Eh, eh, no. oh. eh. All right, Terrence, here we go. Let me guess. Um, Terrence for the steal. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons doing what? Uh, I forget what show, but he did a voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That yeah. don't count. <laughs> eh, 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 eh. Okay, the correct answer is Mark St. John was the voice of Alf. Oh. Yes. Wow. I didn't Here's know that. Right. Wow. Yeah. Learned yeah, Mark, every day. Yes, yes. Mark St. John was the voice of Alf. And oddly okay. enough, serious. oddly enough, Mark St. John's hands look like Alf's hands during the animal life. Yes. Oh, yeah. well, hold on. That, that might come into the questions later. All right. Okay. Cool. okay. Okay. You both fucked that one up. But now I'm throwing a softball to fucking Terrence here. Like Terrence. It. Yes. Who did Gene Simmons narrowly beat out as the in the casting as the lead villain in the Michael Crichton thriller Runaway? I I haven't got a clue because um, Ralph, you take over. I know this one. 
Paul All Rubens, right. also known as Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> no, 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 you were close. The correct answer of match game fame, Charles Nelson Riley. Was he was, alive then? Yes, yes, he was in the running for the villain in Runaway, but turned it down to co-star in Cannonball Run 2. Wow. Shit. Yes, yes. I did not know that. Oh, man, you guys, I thought you were fans. I could have sworn it was Pee Wee Herman. Oh, no, no. All right. All right, Terrence, here's your chance to get back in the game. You ready? Put out yes. your game face. What? None Put of us are getting none of these right, out there? I know, I'm, I know. I'm, All right. I'm here. embarrassed. Damn you, Schwarzberg. All right. <laughs> All right. Here, here, here's a question. Now, now this, this is pretty fucking easy. I, I think this is a true or false question, James. Okay. True or false, in the 80s, was Peter Chris arrested for writing a bad check? Um, I think false. Oh, all right. Terrence gets it right. The correct answer is false. Peter Chris could not get arrested in the 80s. <laughs> so Terrence gets a point. All right, here you go, Ralph. There you go, Ralph. You might know this because this kind of plays into one of your questions. Okay. Okay. Paul Stan- Paul Stanley was famously, you know, almost produced uh, Appetite for Destruction. What other classic 80s album did he almost produce? Hint, it was a debut album as well. Uh, the first Melly Vanilli. I got that one right. No. What? No. All right. And I'm going to throw out one more hint. No, no, I, no, just throw it to Terrence. I got it wrong. All right, Terrence. What? what, what? Okay. okay. What other 80s debut mm-hmm. did Paul Stanley almost produce? Uh, uh, I need a hint. I know Gene Simmons produced uh, Keel's The Right to Rock. That's all I know in The Final Frontier. It was a girl band, and it came out in 1989. A girl band in 89. I'm I'm clueless. The correct answer, Wilson Phillips. Really? Wilson Phillips. Uh the whole the girls famous for Hold On held out for another producer when he asked them to record a version of Read My Body. Oh away. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. So now it goes back to Terrence. All right. We're tied here. Terrence, you have a chance to take the lead. <laughs> okay. All right. And this is something custom just for you. Thank you very much. All right. This is one of your favorite albums, Terrence, so listen up. Who was an uncredited ghostwriter on every track on Music from the Other? Ghost ghost songwriter. Ghost songwriter on every track from Music from the Other. I guess it had to be... Um, Eric Carr? <laughs> Ralph, you have a chance to steal the lead. Who was a ghostwriter on every track on Music from the Elder? Paul Rubens, also known as Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Jesus I thought you guys were fans. Oh, was Jesus? The, the correct answer, Abner Devereaux. Oh! It was all part of Abner <laughs> Devereaux's um, Plot to ruin a kiss. <laughs> in order to kill a fantastic man. And you know what? I think mission accomplished. 
So far, Terrence is the only one who's got one. But now, Terrence, here's your chance to really shove it up Ralph's ass, like we know you'd all love to. Uh, this is another, uh, I'll say it's a related question. Which famous Hollywood director is now in negotiations to do a remake of Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park? Which famous uh, Hollywood director is now in negotiations to remake Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park? I probably would have to go with uh, Steven Spielberg. All right. Ralph, here's your chance to steal and tie it up. Which famous Hollywood director is in negotiations to remake Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park? Um, Dino De Laurentiis. Ah! Jesus Christ, people. Quentin Tarantino. Fuck me. Samuel L. Jackson is going to play Abner Devereaux. And ain't no motherfucking Kiss Band going to take over the motherfucking Magic Mountain. God damn it. Oh, nobody reads the Hollywood Reporter. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, man, I was expecting a little bit more out of you people. Here we go. Now we're going back to Ralph. Ralph, here's your chance to take the lead. Gene Simmons is known as a legendary coxman. I'm going to name you four celebrities, and you tell me the one he did not have a liaison with. Is it Cher, Donna Summer, Shannon Tweed, or German rap artist Falco? Donna Summer. Ah, What? Falco. Hold on. Terrence, is that your final answer? Falco. Actually, Gene Simmons has never stuck with Shannon Tweed. She is on the KISS payroll and has been since 1987, but that's just for appearances. However, he did have a torn affair with German rap Falco in 1985. You both lying sack of shit. I I didn't know that. Yes, true story. True story. All right. Jesus. Like I said, I expected a little bit more. Uh, Terrence, the ball is now in your court. Okay. Okay, you're you're deliberately screwing with us, aren't you, Ian? <laughs> oh, this is this, this is right from you know. Alan Schwartzberg said, you know, get him with these motherfuckers. Okay, so, so if anything, Alan's screwing with us. Yes. Okay. In Paul Stanley's 2014 autobiography, he revealed that he had a homosexual love affair with what 80s TV star? Michael J. And and and. and and for extra points, name the show. Okay, Michael J. Fox family ties in. Ah, all right, Cox. Paul Stanley, in his night, in his 2014 autobiography, famously admitted to a gay romance with an 80s TV icon. Name, name the actor and name the show. Paul Rubens from Pee Wee's uh, Playhouse. Ah. It is former football star turned actor Alex Karras, the father from Webster. Wow, I did not. True you story. Fucking bastard. So, 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 so Paul is gay after all. Well, well, well he's, he's he's curious and he likes him big. Oh. <laughs> all right, okay, all right, Terrence. All yes. right, Terrence. okay, come on, we're tied now, brother. You, you and 
you you and Ralph are tied. No, we're not. I haven't gotten one right yet. Well, well, well yes, but but you had the lead going in, but he got the true or false question right. Uh, okay, so here we go. Last question aimed at you first, Terrence. Okay. Mark St. John was yep. forced to quit Kiss due mm -hmm. to what ailment? Ah. And it's the it's an ailment where your hand swells up. If I forget the name of it. Yeah, that does me no fucking good. I need the name. I haven't a clue. I'm not a doctor. Okay. Okay. And, okay, we're going to go to Ralph. Ralph, what ailment forced Mark St. John to quit Kiss? Paul Rubens, also known as Pee Wee Herman. Ah! Answer, St. John's Wart. True you story. asshole. St. John's Wart. All right, all right. Alan Schwartzberg fucked with us, and you tell him he's fucking dead there. Okay, all right, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I want... Okay, so, so Ian, Ian, you got four. I mean, you got eight. I got four, and Terrence, you got four overall, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, now, but one question left. Oh, you have one left. There is one question left. Okay. And Ralph, Ralph, this is your shot to steal second place. Okay. Okay. What 1970s album by Kiss? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I should repeat it. What 1970s album was all of Ace's, Ace Frehley's playing uh, replaced by Rick Derringer? Uh... What what uh what decade? What decade? No, 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 no. What album? No, no. I mean, what decade was this? You said seven, seven, seven. Seven. But but the whole album, his playing was replaced by one Rick Derringer. Okay, I know there's a bullshit question, but you know he does play on uh, uh, All American Man, so I'll I'll, I'll go with uh, Kiss Alive too. Terrence, what okay. 70s album is Ace Frehley's guitar? Replaced throughout the whole album by Rick Derringer. Okay, let me say rock and roll, man. Then. Ah, fuck. The answer is Ace Frehley's solo album. <laughs> you suck. All guitar parts were played by Rick Derringer. Wow, I didn't know that. Flying yes. sack of shit. You learn something. No. You learn something every day. No, so he screwed us. Ian screwed yeah, us. Yeah, I, I, I did not. Hey, you didn't do your fucking homework. So that's I all. Shut up. So that's all your questions, right? I, so, I, so I am the champion of the first annual. No, you're not. You didn't rock, beat rock you rock and metal combat. No, 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 no. You, didn't, you didn't beat me. So let's go. Okay, Terrence beat me. Okay, you beat Terrence. Oh, but no, you you, you and Terrence tied. No, I didn't get none of them right. Which one did I get right? Uh, yes, but you were up a point on Terrence before we went in the final round. You had four. He had three. Terrence got one of my questions right, which puts you both at four. Okay, so me and... Nah, but that doesn't count. Cause, uh, Your questions were uh, bullshit. Because three, uh, three of those points was not against me. It was against you. So therefore, Terrence beat me one to zero. But me and you are tied, and I think we should do a tiebreaker. And Terrence, do you have any more questions you can throw at me in? See who okay. can win this one? Yes. I, don't, I don't agree with this, Matt. Nah, I, okay. Come on, I'll, you might I'll, win. All right, I will throw out one more big question. All right, who, who, who's it going to first, Terrence or me? It's going to go to you, Ralph. Okay. Oh, no, oh. wait, 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 wait. If I get it right, then Ian then Ian gets another question, okay? To play it okay. Okay. 
which rapper introduced Kiss at the Grammy Awards when they for their original lineup comeback in 1996. Oh, that, that rapist, Tupac Shakur. Bingo! All right, you have another question there? Okay, I guess five to four. Five to four, okay. And uh, Ian, I'll throw it to you. <laughs> Try not to laugh here. Um, could you name me the... Uh, name me the highest charting KISS studio album of the 1990s. Of the wow. 1990s? Wow. Yes. Psycho Circus. Bingo. Okay, we're at a tie here. All right, now, guys. two more tie-breaking questions to you bastards. All right. Just give up. Just give up. Come on. No. Okay. All right, this is easy for Ralph. <laughs> Try not to Which... What song on Dynasty is the only song to feature Peter Chris's drumming and vocals? Oh. <laughs> Ralph? All right, uh, next question. Dirty Living, next question. Next question? Okay, Ralph, you get that point. Ian, now a hard ball for you. <laughs> oh. Oh. I love this guy. <laughs> Which Kiss song was the first song Ace really wrote for Peter Chris to sing in Kiss. Oh. Strange ways. You bastard. Wow. Now uh, I have to go. Man, this is tough. Me and Ian I'm are going. at each other's throats here. I'm a fucking That's Kiss nerd, motherfucker. And I would have got that one wrong. Let me tell you, I would have picked Getaway. All right, go ahead. Or Mainline. Okay. Mainline. Go ahead. Well, Mainline uh, was Paul Stanley wrote for Peter Chris. Yeah, I would have thought it was Ace. Go ahead. I Anyways. Now we're going to go into even further territory. I'll give Ralph an easy one. <laughs> Duh! Name me the three Kiss studio albums which featured all four original members singing lead. Wait, wait. Say that question again? Name me the three Kiss studio albums in their entire canon to feature lead vocals from all four original members. Okay. Uh, Love Gun? Bingo. Dynasty? Bingo. Cycle Circus. Bingo, you got all three. All right. Man. <clears throat> Ian, damn, brother. We're really, okay. we're really tired, huh? All right. Now I go back to the decade of polyester. Ian, can you name me the highest charting studio album Kiss released in the 70s decade? Love Gun. Ah, you bastard. Number four. I knew that. I'm in in it to win it, bitches. I'm in it. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'll throw an easy uh, one at Ralph. Oh, oh, really? Really? Can you throw him a hard one? You might enjoy that. (laughs) Shut up. Go ahead. Throw me a hard one. What guy, what what producer was originally going to produce the first Kiss album and he produced the demos? Oh, God. You know what? Uh, If you didn't throw in produce the demos, I wouldn't have got that right. Uh, Eddie Kramer. Bingo. All right. And finally, this is to Ian. Okay. Name me the, uh, what? Uh, okay, just give me a second here. I'm, I'm just, I'm laughing hysterically. Finally, Ian, let's see if you can get this one right. What 70s pop star did Paul Stanley write the song Hard Luck Woman 4. 
Rod Stewart. Ah, shit. Okay, hey, Terrence, are you out of questions? No, I'm actually, I'm gonna come up, I'm still coming up with <laughs> Because, because me, me and Ian can throw each other a question, but Ian, you gotta give me something that Alan didn't tell you. Okay, fine. This I mean, is... unless you've got a question. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, keep going, Terrence. All right, fine. This one's for me. This one is for you, Ralph. Name me the, name me the shows that comprised of a live two or most of the concert performance sources from. Oh, okay, LA Forum? That's one. Budokan? That's two. You got them both. Oh! That's awesome. All right. Uh, what's the next one? Okay. Uh, for good old Ian Flemwadley. Name me the Kiss album that... All right. Just bear with me a sec. I, I'm going to come up with it. Name me the only Kiss studio album... Ah, shit. Okay, just be with me. Name me the later 80s Kiss Studio album not to feature a production credit from Paul and Gene. Late 80s that, that didn't have them on any production? Yeah, from 82 forward. 82 to 91. Oh, uh... That'd be uh, Creatures of the Night and Lick It Up. I know, I know, I know. Okay. Is it Crazy Nights? Oh, shit, that yeah. Wins. Yeah, Ron Nevitz. Uh, yes! Uh, I uh, won! I am the champion, my friend. Uh, and I'll uh, kick your ass. <laughs> well, yes, I am the champion, my friend, and I'll let the loser... Tell you guys what's going on with the podcast. Come on, tell them, loser. Tell, let the champion sit down and bask in his glory as you tell everybody out there. You do the legwork for the podcast while I kick back because I am the champion. Oh, man. Now I know how Al Gore felt. I was robbed. But anyway, there is many, many ways to check out the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. And the best and newest addition we have is an app for Android phones and Android tablets called Podcast Addict. All you have to do, it's a free download. Simple. Type in Podcast Addict, download it, and then you type in Rock and Metal Combat. Hit subscribe and you will get every episode we have. All the new ones, you can adjust your settings to where automatically, as soon as we post it, it goes right to your phone, right to your device. That way you can enjoy the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast at work, wherever you take your phone, your tablet. There's no forms to fill out. You don't have to give your fucking credit card information. Nothing. It's, it's a free app. Just hit us, man, and then you are set. You can also go on the Podbean page. We have links. We have links for the Facebook page, links for the YouTube page. We have links for Thrash or Die for Combat. And there's also a link for Podcast Addict. Everything you need is right there on our brand new Podbean page, Rock and Metal Combat. So we want to thank you all for listening again. Since we rebooted on our new page, the other day we set a brand new record, over 17,000 plays in one day, and that's that's amazing. And we thank you all for paying attention, making the mood with us. This is our permanent home. You never have to worry about this shit anymore. Just uh, check us out. You know, if you, if you follow us on the Facebook pages, keep doing that. And thank you all for listening. 
Yeah, I want to thank everybody. I especially want to thank me because I am the champion. Hey, next, 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 uh, next trivia thing. Try, try, try something other than Rolling Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, it's nine ninety nine and eighteen pack, so it, it fits in my budget. Oh, there you go. All right, guys. So uh, thanks again, and again, a great, great show. And I love you both, man. So uh, uh, here I am saying I'm Peter Sane, and uh, goodbye, everybody. Thank you very much. Good night. I was Rob. Ha, ha, ha.